There we go. Boys, we're on. Welcome back. Friday Sharpeners. Ooh, that was crisp, AC. That was a crisp Very crisp. One. Very crisp. Oh, I didn't put my headphones on. I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> you got your sunnies on there. there yeah, they're apparently I just learned that they were from James's old company. James had a whole brand slash company. Yeah. Back in the day. St- it's still going, so uh, uh, I'm not sure where you can could get purchase, them. Could purchase. Definitely could purchase. Called Oblique if you're interested. I'm, yeah. I'm loving the shape of this. O-B-L-Y-K? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, anyway. But before we go on... We we have to we have to wish our very special boy John sitting across from <laughs> us a very <laughs> special birthday. It is his birthday. Oh, I thought you were so going to say Happy Valentine's Day. And also that Johnny Valentine. It Johnny is your Val- birthday. Johnny Valentine. And the, oh, that is actually my nickname. So mm. the man's drinking a uh, soda water. Yeah, keeping am, it sober. I am keeping sober uh, because this morning, after four years of waiting to drive an Aston Martin, um, and Aston Martin refused politely. To not give me a car until I was at the age of 25, which is their insurance policy. And they said, look, when you turn 25, we'll get you a car. Turns out today I turned 25. Mm. This morning, 9am, walked into Aston Martin at Trivet here in Sydney and picked up an Aston Martin Vantage, which to my surprise actually came with a $20,000 aero AMR package, which has a fucking rear wing. Mm-hmm. It's got racing stripes, a front splitter that's longer than most penises. And a Union Jack. And a Union Jack <laughs> on both sides. I was like, hang on, is this, wait, what? I honestly almost walked, as it came out the doors, Ryan and I walked out the, the lift doors in, into the garage and it's sitting there ready to go. And I looked at it and I just glanced over it and I was like, nah, that's not the car. And then I looked and then he's like, here you go, mate, happy birthday. And I was like, sorry, what? Is this, this is the car? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, all yours. And I was like, holy shit, I was not expecting this. But look, I said to Ryan, and as we were filming this lunch run before, Aston Martin has a brand. Everyone loves Aston Martin. If you drive an Aston Martin, generally compared to someone who might drive a Lamborghini or a Ferrari... You're just a better person. You're, you're considered <laughs> a less pretentious, better person, right? Mm-mm. I was wondering, as soon as I got into this car, because it is so flashy and it has the rear wing and it's a very boy racer, would people still probably still appreciate the brand but not appreciate the driver as much and be like, he's oh, a Oh, yeah. yeah. Like if it nullifies the <laughs> Yeah, if, if it like levels out, if I, you know, if I could just be the, yeah. the average... Huracan driver. Yeah. Um, Union anyway. Jack, uh, that several implications there. Yeah. Well, I'm, look, that's <laughs> actually pretty cool. I quite like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm there with the colorway and then I go to the vents and there's, you know, the most obnoxious Union Jack. That's probably where I it goes for me and stops. But apart from that, it's a pretty hot looking uh, piece of kit. I think if it was like a, it's like currently in white with a bit of, I don't even know what it is, like a, a pale blue and, a, and an orange sort of combo there for the livery. I think it was just the white with the Union Jacks on the side, just like an understated mm. touch. Or if it was black and it had like a grey Union Jack on the inside, something yeah. that you didn't really spot in the first look, but you saw with a bit more um, intent, you could definitely like, I think that'd be a really nice touch in my opinion. But right. look, I haven't had a chance to drive it yet. I've been doing five kilometers an hour <laughs> and obviously at that speed, the, the rear spoiler does fuck all for downforce. So I guess I'll have to report back next week as to... Over the, the weekend. Um, frivolities we get up to. We're going to take it for a drive. Uh, well, honestly, I may as well just take it straight to Eastern because <laughs> I cannot drive this thing on the road and really enjoy it that much. Uh, but hopefully tomorrow we actually do get a little burn in it. But, I mean, it's just three of us, Jack and James, bobbing around somewhere in Singapore uh, on a content shoot for one of our clients. And, Gary, you just got home this morning. Where have you been? Yeah, I've been in uh, San Fran, the uh, sunny bay sort of city. And First time? First time in San Fran, yes, but definitely nice. not the first time in Cali. But yeah. um, was a very uh, definitely one of the most enjoyable trips I've been on. It was very well organized, and the event itself, unpacked for Samsung, unveiled some of the sexiest bit of like smartphone tech this side of the country for nice. like, this side. Sorry, this side of the world for a long time actually. 
one that I've actually dubbed the iPhone killer, the 5G iPhone killer. So you said that and I was like, yeah, but is it though? Mm. Like I, I, I love Apple and it's just mm-hmm. easy and I know it and it's like I have, I use iCloud and, yep. a, and I have a MacBook. So there's Whole like system. a lot of, real, like, it's an ecosystem which yep. I subscribe to. Yep. Do you seriously think that you could convert me with this phone? Yes, very this much is, so. This is the S20 S20 Ultra. Ultra. This is the top of the line sort of model that so you can So essentially select. the counterpart to my iPhone 11 Pro Max. Yes. Big direct. And it, it can't even compare in terms really? of computing power. You currently have four gigs of RAM. Yeah. This one offers 12 to 16 gigs of RAM. Yeah. It has a way better processor, a way better camera. The, the front lens is 108 megapixels. The selfie cam is 40 uh, wait, megapixels. Much? Sorry? How much? How much is this? 108 megapixels. 108 megapixels, yes. 108? 108 megapixels. The selfie cam is 40 megapixels. Are these just numbers, though, that they've just gone like, let's just make it as no, high no, as no, possible? No, no. It doesn't actually make a difference. When like, it no, it does. It, very mu- it, ve- it, it does very much so because, and this is a feature that, that, that's a crown jewel of their photography AI. It has a really cool feature called, um, I'm pretty sure it's like crop and save right now. Mm. So you can take just take like a massive picture and then select one part of that picture that you want to, that, that's, that's like the coolest part. Mm. It'll crop it and you can save it and you lose no quality. Amazing. And then the other two features, one is called a single take mode where you literally just film this massive bit of footage and the AI will select the best images or frames from that with no loss and then they stylize it even. So essentially Samsung is just trying to make you really live for the moment. Like I know personally, this is the type of person I am when I'm at an event. I've got my phone out taking photos every second time because it's just like, I really want to capture every moment. But for yeah. this one, it's just like one take, all right. And then they select just the best frames for you and that's it. Right. Um, also has a quite controversial, I wouldn't say controversial, there hasn't been any controversy yet, but I can easily foresee some controversy surrounding this. The 100 time zoom. <laughs> so I tested it out and it was fucking creepy because I zoomed a hundred times across the San Francisco city. And I was looking into the window of a family having dinner in clear view all the way across town. Like, could you see their faces? Yes. Oh my God. Like yes. on the other side Crazy. of the bay. Yes. And when they demonstrated it um, at Unpacked, they were at the hill by the Golden Gate Bridge and they went all the way and zoomed all the way into our venue, which you couldn't even see with the naked eye. Um, what? It's an incredible bit legal? of technology. Yeah, it is legal. It's an, an incredible Jesus. piece of technology. How do you do that with a flat phone? That's what I don't understand. What do you mean with a flat phone? Like, like there's, n- there's not like a fucking lens, like a telescope coming out of the is phone. It, is oh it? no, it has a telescopic lens. It does. Yeah, and then like it amplifies, digitally amplified, but um, there there is a, a very impressive piece of hardware in there. So. Yeah. And the right. shakes are not too bad when you get to that level of zoom or is it like... Oh, you do have to like really focus on stabilizing because yeah. it's so, it's a hundred times. A hundred like times is crazy, yeah. But it's a very impressive piece of hardware. And like yeah. comparing to like the Google Pixel and stuff where it's like the, the same price point and everything. The Google but you Pixel, can't Pixel are no hope in my Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's just like- it, it <laughs> And just you know, you used it for a little yeah, while. Exactly, well, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's just like, it just blows every- In the article, I break down the metrics in comparison. Yeah. The Samsung uh, S20 Ultra just blows the, like, in the entire market. What about user experience though? Like how, have you had much time using the phone at all? Yes. Yeah. So- um, I had a little little private review. Yeah, nice. And uh, yeah, I can. It's just like a better version of what I'm used to right now. And any mm. any Android user really. Yeah. I mean, I found with this, I've got the Huawei uh, P30 from from last year. Yeah. And whilst they 
you know, have these great features and they talk about a lot, you can only use them in very like restricted settings, yeah. uh, especially on the camera. Yeah. Did you find that yeah. as well? It's not pretty like open-ended. What you not at all, not it? at all. The other thing is you can shoot in 8K, which no one really needs right now, but you can do it, which is the flex. And that, that the, like, the peak of that flex was when we were at the event and they were streaming on these big fuck off screens. I'm like, wow, so clear, the clarity. And then the guy presenting was like, Oh, also plot twist. We've been streaming on the S20 Ultras the entire time. He goes up to the camera rig and plucks the phone off. And we're like, holy shit. That's so they what weren't we actually using the camera. No, the no, no. TV no. cameras yeah. that were using the phones. Exactly. That, that was just like a transmitter or whatever. He just literally just like plucked the phones off the camera rigs. And we're all like, holy shit. This is the greatest thing ever. Amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. That, I mean, I just, I can't even comprehend that sort of tech. Yeah. Crazy. We're actually going to check out the phone on Monday uh, and go to the local briefing. And, local and that. Briefing, so I'm actually yes. really excited to check out the camera itself. See if it really holds up. Holds up to to everything you've just said because it's incredible. If if true, yep. Also, the flip, ah, the surprise, the surprise briefing. So, the Z flip, um, which is supposed to be the answer to, well, first of all, it's the horizontal flip answer to the foldable. It's supposed to be a much more accessible in terms of pricing and usability, um, but also this, yeah, Motorola should be very concerned. Is what I'm going to say. Motorola recently came out with their foldable and we discussed there were some we issues did. with it because a granted engineering model, but still a lot of issues. None of those issues with this phone. It was incredible. Motorola was like, well, you just can't defy physics. You can't fold glass. Samsung devised a ultra thin piece of glass mm. that can actually fold. No creaks, no bubbles, no crease. No so cracks because it's glass. No cracks. It's just an elegant piece of like engineering with Amazing. like an unbelievable hinge. How do they get a piece of glass that could fold? Like Ultra thin, I don't know. I think it's like patented technology. Oh. Yeah. Um, but very, in terms of like ergonomic style statement, sexy bit of work. It's just incredible. Uh, in terms of the technical aspects itself, the guts, you know, there's still some work left to be desired, but to be fair, you have to do like compress all that. It's got the guts essentially of an S9 Samsung. Yeah, right. Which is still fine. That's more than anyone really needs from day to day use. Um, yeah, sure. it's, it's a very. I would love to know thing, yeah. if um if like corporate spying is still a thing. Mm. You know, like, and do they need to do that anymore now that because everything can be hacked and can be leaked, right? So, mm -hmm. right. With Motorola and Samsung, obviously Motorola came out with theirs two or three weeks ago. The flip phone. Yeah. They knew that Samsung were bringing out the flip phone. So yeah, but they, that like, was because it forward. The, yeah. the Samsung flip phone was dubbed like the worst kept secret in tech history. Yeah, right. There's so many leaks and they were accurate and there's so <laughs> many whispers about it that it wasn't even a surprise. Because they're right. so hush-hush and like you'd obviously know this from the thing and yeah. like from the trip you just went on and you know you did the private briefing the day before and like a secure hotel room and like all mm -hmm. the text there and you can't talk about it and you can't post about it and it's like... Yep hush, hush, hush. You're not even meant to tell people that you've actually had a hands-on before. And it's then been now you've just outed 100%, us all. <laughs> but like, you, you just got to make you wonder, like, uh, is, this, is that sort of stuff going on? I'd love to know. Yeah. Well, I got hands-on with the, yeah. the Fold at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think it had basically the same features as the Flip. The form factor is that kind of closed book, you know, flip out. Not quite. It's more, there's more, there's more to it. In the front, it, like similar to the Motorola one, you know how there's a tiny display at the front when you folded it? Mm -hmm. It's uh, limited to a little, little, like a jelly bean size panel where you can swipe through to see notifications and stuff. But you can, it's also like a preview screen yeah. for when you take a selfie while it's closed. Right. Yeah, right. It's really cool. And also there's way more utility to this too because you can like 
sit it flat like a laptop to like video chat so you don't have to hold it up with an angle and stuff. You can set it down and take pictures so you don't need a tripod. There's actual utility to this. It's not just like a flashy bit of novelty. Well, the, yeah. key, the key is that it's like folds and fits in your pocket. Exactly. And, and you can walk around with it. State no, no and function, yeah. yeah. How was the um, how was business flight home? All right? Uh, it was very all right. <laughs> Were you actually. Delta or Virgin? Um, so from San Fran to LA Delta, but they put me on first. Oh, you had a... Wait, oh, were you in first class? I was in first class. And then from, and then oh, on the- Domestic though, it's not really much. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But it's still like fun to be at the front of the row and just seeing everyone just march behind yeah, you. row one, like, oh. one A and you're like, oh, yeah, plebs. exactly. Yeah. Um, and then uh, business for the LA to Sydney trip, but- um, With Virgin. Yes. And yeah. I just, I played it very strategically. So at the Emirates lounge, I just loaded up on dinner. I was like, I'm not eating or drinking anymore on the plane. I'm just going to sleep. Just loaded up on food and booze and then- Got on there, had some champagne, got proper drowsy, brushed my teeth, went to sleep, and timed it so Parked I woke it. up while we landed when we landed at nine nine a.m. Yeah, so it was just like another fresh day, another no day. jet lag. I'm just Damn. reset. Lovely. You That's why that? you still you're gonna crash hard. <laughs> I predict still. No, I'm actually I'm buzzing. Like I'm actually I'm ready to do shit. I might go to training tonight. I don't know. World's my do fucking it. oyster. Yeah. Do it. And when you got back in the office, first thing you said, Johnny. Billie Eilish, "No Time to Die" theme song is already been. It's, yep. Is it common for them to release the Theme song for the film before the film's out. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Or, or it always has. I been. just don't remember. I, yeah, I remember really. the Adele one. I remember the Sam Smith one. The Sam Smith one. I, okay, the Sam Smith one ranks second in the most backlash and and protests yeah. <laughs> in terms of Bond songs. But yeah, this release while I I was en route here, so I like quickly pumped that one out on the on the on the train and then just like <laughs> and got it up and it was just like you know what I'm not I have to be honest I know James has he. He sent some sort His of reservations. Uh, he has okay. some reservations. He has some criticisms, but I am pleasantly, I'm surprised. Not surprised even. I'm just, I like it. It's delivered. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. She's got that moody kind of, you know, down yeah. voice, which I feel like suits the the Bond uh, well, franchise. Especially quite well. this theme because it's just like this is the end of the Craig yeah. era. You yeah. want like it, it's like a funeral procession, it's like foreboding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just like this is the end of the era. We're mourning the the loss of someone, right? Yeah, and there's mm. still some classic, like you know, you have your kind of guitar you have tr- playing. Yeah, the trumpet, yeah, yeah, yeah and everything, the, the horns and stuff. What do you guys think? Look, you know my reservations about this. Well, when it was announced that she was going to do it, I was yeah. like, cock up. You should have done Lana Del Rey. But anyway, look, yep. that's beside the bias. Happened always Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey. She just has more of a vocal sort of range. Than Amazing Billie Billie Same style. Mm-hmm. Very sort of like moody and orchestral and yeah. like, but just not, yeah, just not a 17 or 18 year old. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. but you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I But just, she's gone and done it. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. Look, she's, she's yeah. done it and, and it's actually not too bad. Um, it's not trying to be something I don't think too outrageous or like particularly different or unique it's yeah pretty feels like pretty solemn. bond right yeah, feels yeah, bond. Yeah. Feels and she bond. i mean look if you remove her whole persona as that kind of 17 year old super bit alternative alternative like, girl and just take her voice just take her voice value the voice yeah. yeah song I yeah i actually quite enjoyed it yeah. yeah but i mean batman who knows about that? That's going to be an interesting one. Oh, well, I, I saw clean. that jawline. God damn. Uh, that that damn. is a fucking crisp jawline, is it not? He could Very cut crisp. diamonds with that jawline. Has he always had that jawline? Yes, yeah. always. Okay. Always, from Cedric Diggory all the way through to now. Oh, to that, Cedric that Diggory. French, that French king that he played in, in The King with the accent. Ah, the <laughs> Dauphine, yeah. <laughs> all balls and no cock. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, but I've actually been a fan of Robin Pattinson for ages now. Like Good Times by the Safdie Brothers, the guys who did Uncut Gems. We plays a heroin addicts. 
um, Metropolis. He's just a great character actor who got pigeonholed because of Twilight. Mm. Um, but I'm very excited because the, the the footage that we saw, it looks like a another gritty sort of sort of Batman, and it's actually it's all all signs point to like a real realistic and grounded one in the same sort of tradition as Nolan. Who's heading it up now? Matt Reeves, the guy right. who did like a bunch of the Planet of the Apes guys, but he's ah. mostly mostly a writer. I think he did Cloverfield as well. Um, Cloverfield, mm, interesting. You didn't like Cloverfield, no. no. Um, so that being said, I actually watched no, the first one. First oh, the very the original yeah. one. I actually watched um, Joker. Oh with yeah, Joaquin the, Phoenix. Yep. On Monday night for the first time, I hadn't mm-hmm. seen it. First time, and I, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, it was good. He was bloody fantastic. Definitely deserved the Oscar. Yeah. It was beautifully shot, and I thought it was a very engaging film, but it left something to be desired. The writing the was lackluster. Yeah, it? I thought yeah. just a little bit. Um, yeah, look, I think as well after that, and it, well, obviously the Batman following the bat, the three Nolan Batman mm-hmm. films, it has to be this this Batman one with Rob Patterson has to be something in the same vein. It has to be nitty gritty. Yep. It can't be. Yeah, you know, it will flop if it's not. So, yep. and it's almost good that Joker sort of hit the mark but paved the way for it but yeah it just wasn't like that great, yeah. missed it slightly like you know yeah. overall it was it was fantastic film but yeah. i just felt like there was something more that could have been done to it uh, yeah. hopefully batman picks that up well yeah. they talk about like the dc kind of curse with how they've been doing movies Lately, uh, superhero yeah. movies yeah and they've they've had a pretty good run and then i think the latest one which is birds of prey the harley quinn one yeah. flopped and um, it, it, it not not because of the quality of the film itself. It was the film was actually quite good. It's because of the marketing, which is why they the rebranded the name. Did they? They they changed the name to um, like Bur- Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, because like Birds of Prey wasn't sort of like yeah, indicative of enough of what it was. Well, so in the, within the first enough, day, they changed the name. Yeah, it's a big enough character to be recognized with its own, like with its own title, not referencing the character. Yeah. you know, like well, it's Margot Robbie, man. Come on. Oh man, what a yeah. treat! What a treat! <laughs> But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so Joker, I, I agree with you, very lackluster sort of story. It was one of those movies where the controversy and the reputation sort of overshadowed the film itself. Like, remember mm. when, um, what was that Seth Rogen, James, James Franco movie about North Korea? Oh. Uh, the interview. The when, interview remember yeah. that uh, caused yeah. such a stir? People thought, like, World War Three was going to happen over that, and you watch, and it was like, it's just like tw- two hours of dick jokes, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, hopefully Batman hits Mark. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of excited to see what Robert, Robert Pattinson can do from, yeah. a, from a real sort of actor's perspective because yeah. I haven't really given the guy the time of day until now. Yeah, definitely worth it. Watch The Lighthouse, which just f- recently came out. Oh, yeah. Really fucking good. But, um, yeah, I'm excited because well, – I'm excited for slightly different reasons as well because, like, one, they're focusing more on Batman being the world's greatest detective, which hasn't really been shown. He's just, like, a dude that just bashes people up. Did you play mm-hmm. – uh, Arkham Asylum, ever. yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was the bomb. That was in dope. terms of uh, if anyone uh, is looking for a good video game, go pick up Arkham Asylum or on any the of the Batman games. Any of the Batman games, but the he, best. yeah, Rob Pattinson's also training in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu with Hegan Machado. Oh, really? To like, so he's gonna have like a realistic sort of like approach to self defense and stuff, like like joint locks and chokes and shit, very and not just like uh, punching the shit out of people. <laughs> very, very interesting. Yeah, AC, fill us in quickly. Uh, what we were just been up to um, the last hour or so up in Hyde Park, and I assume it's still there. If you're listening, I don't I, know. Well, I haven't checked. I haven't depends checked. what time you're listening. Well, for everyone out there on this wonderful sunny afternoon in Sydney, we uh, are working with the guys over at Amazon Prime to promote their upcoming show, Hunters with Al Pacino. Uh, it's that, like that's a, a Nazi one. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Nazi hunting. Is it like an alternate? 
history thing or is yeah. it like a no no no, no. it's like no. sort of based on like some urban legends and actual things that happened in yeah. the seventies, yeah. where oh, like right. Americans literally hunted like the surviving and the the, the fled the, the Nazi officers that fled. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Basically, it's your next binge watch uh, show on Amazon Prime, uh, and we have done a cool little giveaway where you can win tickets to the pre-screening uh, on Monday the seventeenth, uh, and all you need to do is head up to Hyde Park in, in Sydney. And have a look at our Instagram stories and find where we've hidden a chessboard uh, within High Park. Uh, find it, DM us, and you're there with us on Monday night. A couple Monday. of drinks, a yep. couple of uh, whiskeys. A couple of drinks. I heard the bar tab was like five grand for 30 or 40 people. Oh, yeah. So we're going to get absolutely sideways. <laughs> Done. It's going to be awesome. Busted. Bit of no, if you're not doing anything on Monday night and you're in Sydney and this prize hasn't been picked up already, or you, or you forgot your Valentine's Day. Or uh, you present. um you bottled Valentine's Day and you want to um you want to make up for it, definitely go and try and find this chessboard that we've hidden in Hyde Park. Check the stories, all the details there. Hopefully it's not taken by now, but who knows? Two VIP VIP tickets. Um it's gonna be at the DOS house. Or am I allowed to say that? I don't know. Anyway, it's a secret underground location in Sydney. Done. And <laughs> just scrap what I just said. <laughs> and then um there's yeah, like I said, there's gonna be a very hefty bar tab. So that will be a lot of fun. Next week, we have a full house in the office. All the boys are back. James is back. Jack's back. I think I'm here until... And oh, then I go to Utah on next weekend. Park City. Park City. For a little bit of skiing. How many, uh, how many days? I, th- I think, like, realistically, it's only going to be, like, four or five days on the four ground. Four or five days. Mm. But I haven't been to Park City. I've heard it's beautiful. I've heard the snow's fucking amazing. You're pretty much built for the snow. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> most of your like online pictures are you in like skiing. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, I do love a good bit of the white stuff. Mm. All right. And on that note, I'm going to leave it for the birthday weekend. The and birthday, uh, Valentine's birthday Day. weekend, Johnny Phillips. And then I'm going to go get this Acid Martin home. I actually don't know if it's going to fit in my garage. Um, oh, I've really? asked Robbo, who I live with, who's also one of our videographers, to um to please move his, because we've got two car spots, underground and underground garage in mm-hmm. Manly. And I'm like, can you please just move your car as close as possible to the other side of the garage, like to the wall, mm-hmm. I'm like kissing distance <laughs> because I'm going to need all the room I can get to get this fucking car in the Do you garage. Any street parking or no? Look, there is, but it's um not a car that I want to leave out in the street overnight. Ah, really. Of course, yeah. It's just, it's hard. Like, it's not my fault. You know, if like I left it there and someone keyed it or a tree fell on it or yeah. whatever, like it's not my fault. But, but at the same time- You don't want that possibility. I just don't be, want yeah. the burden of Why I have that as an issue yeah, when yeah. it doesn't have to be? Yep. I'll do my absolute best to fit in the car park. If it doesn't fit or if, I don't, if I'm scared of scratching it or whatever, I won't. I'll, um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought that far ahead. Mm. But that's uh, future John's problem and I'm going to enjoy the drive <laughs> home and hopefully not in traffic because I'm going to get out of here ASAP. Yep, ASAP. And, Go and enjoy the sun and have a couple of froth wagons. Valentine's nice. Day plans, Gary, this evening? Me? Yeah. Mm. Self-love? Cry in the shower. Yeah, let's call it self-love. Let's call it self-love. <laughs> Cry in the shower. Bit of self-love. What are you doing with Rajveer? Oh, I don't know. Maybe head out. It's lovely weather. I hope it doesn't turn. It always look happens. Look at the clear sky right now. Look out the window. It's just pure blue. Pure beautiful, blue. Beautiful afternoon. I thought it was going to be pissing down today, so I definitely got that one wrong when I woke up. Ooh. I was like, hang on. What? <laughs> Go seize the opportunity and uh, head out there. So... Hopefully something out and about, but we'll see. Lovely. All right, and with that, guys, we will join you next week for next week's episode of Friday Sharpness. I don't know what, uh, what episode number are we up to. It doesn't matter. This is number six. I you think. can read it on the phone screen or whatever you're watching it on, so <laughs> probably doesn't really matter that much. This is number seven. 
Yeah? Six or six. seven. Oh, I, no, think I think it's six. Anyway. Oh, yeah, Ruben Singh was six. This is seven. Oh, yeah, it's seven. Cool. Yeah. Well, for Friday Sharpeners, season two, episode eight, join us next Friday. Have a great weekend, guys. Happy Valentine's Day and birthdays and whatever other days you're celebrating. And uh, Chinese New Year, I don't know what else is going on. Well, <laughs> a few weeks ago. Okay, cool. A little bit late to that party. Day. Have a good weekend, guys. Catch you later. Adios.